Hello, 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 beautiful and magical soul. Welcome back to the Soulfully Awakened podcast. It is your host, Nicole. And how are you today? Feels good to be in the space of podcasting. Today, I thought I would just kind of do a catch you up on my life, just kind of like and inner ramblings of what's been going on, thoughts, things like that. I always feel like those podcasts are kind of fun to do where there's no like kind of quote unquote structured topic. So today's just going to kind of be to catch you up on what's been going on. But thank you for being here. Whether you are a longtime listener, this is your first time. Thank you for being here. It's always fun to connect. Um, Community and connection are huge for me. So if you know anything about human design, I am a four, six. So my four, my top number, I know for a fact, like I love connection. I love community. And that's probably why I do all the things that I do, teach group fitness, do, you know, group courses, work retreat. I love connecting with people. So for me, it's really important to have community. And this is why I started, you know, part of the reason why I started this podcast was to create this soulfully awakened community to connect with, you know, like-minded beings, to connect with others who are interested in the same types of things that I am. And just to share, like, I love to talk, to share, to to teach, and to do all of those things. So thank you for being here. Like, this is really important to me. This is a really big um, part of who I am is this community aspect. And so I'm always looking at ways to create, sorry if you hear my 16-month-old babbling in the background, she's on my lap, um, <laughs> but I'm always looking for ways to create this really beautiful, grounded, but yet deeply rooted, deeply cosmic, deeply otherworldly, mystic, and, you know, type of community that isn't like superficial, that like wants to go deep, that wants to connect, that is really here to do the work, to do the healing work, to live out their purpose, to claim or reclaim their sovereignty and to just stop hiding. And that's the biggest thing. I ran across a message last night and it really struck me because, you know, I, like many of you, go through the same ebbs and flows on my path, especially a lot of mine has to do with like my purpose work. Like, am, am I doing what my my God-given talents are? Like, is this the path that like God wants me on? Am, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Um you know, as I wait for the aligned clients to come my way and as I'm creating things, um, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? And so I was thinking this last night, I was kind of in this, in this ebb of feeling like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, am I even fulfilling my purpose? Is what I'm doing purposeful? Does it make a difference in people's lives? And really trying to refine and define like, what is it that I'm here to do? Like, what is my biggest why? Like, why do people want to work with me? How do I serve them? And I ran across this quote and it said, stop hiding in the shadows with your God-given gifts because your God-given gifts bring light to the world. And I was like, oh my gosh. And like, literally, that was the first thing that I saw as I was kind of in this ebb of just really doubting 
really doubting like, you know, the things that I'm doing, like, <laughs> because, you know, if you are somebody who provides a service and who wants to be of service to others in humanity, um, you're an entrepreneur, like, yes, it's like, it's your passion, it's your drive, but also at the end of the day, we live in this 3D reality where financial gains help you to live your passion, to help you create and live the life that you want and to pour back into your community and to produce and and do a lot of other things. And so, you know, for me, it's like always been about like, (laughs) am I, am I providing, am I providing the kind of life that I want, like financially and, and doing these things. And so, yeah, I was kind of in a, in a low ebb and I ran across that. And so then I was like, okay, I see you, God, I hear you like, yes. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share that because I think that sometimes people think that others such as myself in these positions <laughs> have it all figured out like 24 seven. We're never second guessing ourselves. We don't have those ebbs and we, we do, <laughs> we do. And you know, I'm out of that ebb now, like I'm in this, you know, very grounded, creative space. This is why I'm on the podcast now. But I wanted to share that because I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm immune to those thoughts or those feelings. Um, And I'm not superhuman. (laughs) You know, like I'm, I'm doing the things that I'm called to do, but I also have moments of like doubt or like questioning my path or questioning if what I do is even, you know, of service or even matters and things like that. So we all have those moments. I wanted to share that, but yeah, to kind of catch you guys up on my life, what I've been up to. So many of you know that I had a baby at the end of 2021. She is now 16 months old, which is just like, whoa, like really 16 months. So she is so much fun. She's saying a lot of words. Um, and one of the biggest lessons that she has taught me is this, and this just, I just had this realization over the weekend. So, you know, if you're a mom or you're, you know, you read up on like all the new topics around birth and, and raising a child, or maybe you're pregnant, um, one of the things that is talked about a lot in that ecosphere and that community is about baby lead weaning. So when I was pregnant, I was like, okay, like I'm going to do all the things different because these feel really good. This feels really aligned um, than I did with my previous two pregnancies because as you guys know, I have huge age gaps between my kids. My oldest is 18. He is graduating in June, which is just fucking crazy. And then our middle child, um, she is 15. And then we have a 16 month old. And, you know, I always, I think I've talked about this before. Everyone's always like, yeah, you see, you see a birdie. She sees a bird out the window. Um, everyone's like, oh, was this an accident? No, it was actually hundred percent planned. And, you know, I don't, I don't go into all the story around it with them about like, yes, I got a download. I was having my God goddess chats and, you know, I got this download that I was going to have a child and it was blah, 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 my path. Um, you know, cause a lot of people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But anyway, um, so one of the things that I really realized this weekend, so baby led weaning, 
that was something that I was like, okay, we're going to start this at six months. And I did try to do it. I tried introducing it. She was not into the food. She was like playing it, which I know that's part of it, but she would never eat it. And when she would eat it, she had a horrible gag reflex, which I know that is part of the process as teaching them, you know, they have that for a reason so they don't choke, but it was just wasn't going well. And, you know, I would prepare like a little bit, give it to her. And, you know, and I was like, I am just like preparing food for her that she's playing in and never eating. This is like a waste of just like both of our time. So like I kept trying it, trying it, trying it. And finally, I was just kind of like, you know what, like, whatever, a little snack here and there. Like, obviously, she's not ready for that. You, If you've ever seen baby led um, weaning, like, like, like baby led eating and things like that, like watching them eat. I mean, like some of these kids are like picking up like you know, a strip of toast and like eating that. And she was not into that. So my whole point is, is yes, I know a birdie. Um, but my whole point is that she has taught me that everybody is on their own timeline and nobody can be measured against each other because everything unfolds just as it should. Like she literally did not start coming interested into eating foods like she would eat off our plate here and there but like sitting down wanting to eat her own meal and like really wanting to eat until she was about about 14 months old like literally like she wants her own meal and so we started to offer her food and at first she was like I want you to feed it to me and then over the past you know month or so she's like no I want to feed myself and she's doing that now and she's eating regularly and she's so interested in food and so I was thinking about that this week and I was because I was so stressed out over this I was like why why isn't she why isn't she eating why isn't this baby led like you know feed eating thingy like working why isn't this working for us like is something wrong and and, you know and then I was like is it me is it because I'm afraid she's gonna choke and blah 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 um all of the things and so then what I learned is she literally showed me how from the moment that you are birthed into this life, you are automatically put on this trajectory, this timeline of measurements, statistics, and milestones and stages. And I'm like, my God, like this happens from the moment you take your first breath, the first breath, even when you're in utero. You know, like, like, oh, let's measure your stomach. What's your fundal height? Let's see this. Oh, baby's not in optimal position. Baby, it's like, it's like from the get go. And I'm like, no wonder people's nervous systems are so fucking dysregulated. It's because we constantly are put on this timeline, these measures and all of these numbers and these statistics and put into these boxes. And if you're not doing this by this time, you're behind, you're failing. And if you're not doing this, you know, you're, you know, whatever labels you want to put to it. And so I started to think about that. And so she was showing me that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, why was I so worried and stressed? Like, of course, I know that you'll figure this out and do this when you're ready and you want to, because that's how life works, (laughs) you know, like, and this is something like when I work with clients, it's like always reassuring them and affirming to them, like you are not behind, you're not behind the ball, you are not behind the game, it is never, it is never too late to do these things. And so she literally showed me that when she started, when I started reflecting back about how stressed out I was about this baby led, you know, weaning, feeding is not working. She's not wanting to eat. And I'm seeing all these other babies that were like, 
you know, a month or two older than her that were like eating and picking up their, she just was not interested until, you know, she was about 13, 14 months old. And then she's like, give me my food. Like, like I can dice it up, cut it up or give her some like, you know, gluten-free pasta. Cause I'm, I'm raising her to be like plant-based and things like that. So like I can give her a lot of the foods I'm eating and put them on her tray or on her plate. And she's very interested in feeding herself. So don't do that, Callie. So I just wanted to share that with you because I thought that was like such a profound, uh, just a profound like epiphany that I had. No, 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 no. Here, play with this. That I had around that. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like everybody's on their own timeline. Like, thank you, Callie, for, for showing me that. And, you know, just showing me that like there is no rush. And I was like, I just had this whole deep like download around how from the time that we you know are conceived and we come into this lifetime how we are like literally put up against timelines statistics and milestones and stages and I was I was telling my husband he was probably like whoa this is getting really deep but I just wanted to share that with you guys because I don't know maybe maybe you're feeling like that for yourself or maybe you have small children and and things like that and it's just like goes to show you that like everybody is on their own timeline and I don't know why we as a society are so fucking fixated with every single person um being at the same level and stage every step of the way like I just like that's not even possible it's not even feasible and so Callie is just a a beautiful teacher who really helped anchor that in and give me that little teaching moment. So yeah, so her, she's 16 months old, like I said. So she's doing a lot, saying a lot. She's everywhere, super smart, super funny. And I know all parents probably say this, but I mean, she really is. She really is, you guys. Um, but yeah, and so like, and then my older two, like I said, my oldest is getting ready to graduate. We've been doing the whole college thing. Um, my middle one, she is a freshman. So just a lot of just life stuff in general going on, some transition, some changes happening because, you know, we have an oldest, he is getting ready to graduate and then he's going off to college. So that's going to be a huge change. That's going to be so different, um, and weird and bizarre and emotional um but yeah so like that's what's going on on the home front um if you've been with me for a while you follow me you know me you know that I have been in holistic nutrition coaching and school for holistic health and nutrition and guess what I am officially done I am done I'm so excited. I have like learned a lot. Like, you know, I've always been into holistic health and nutrition and all of that for years and years and years. But like this just like deepened my knowledge, gave me, you know, in depth, you know, some more scientific based stuff, which, you know, like great, but like, you know, science is always changing, right? <laughs> but I'm, I'm an avid reader on healing and holistic and detoxing protocols and things like that. So I'm always learning, but I'm officially done with that. Now, 
what am I going to do with that? I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see when I start opening up my books officially to taking one-on-one clients, what's that going to look like? Um, but I will be taking one-on-one um, health and nutrition coaching clients on a holistic front. So stay tuned for that. Um, I've also been, this has been really fun. So since I had Callie, my youngest, um, I really cut back on a lot of my one-off sessions. Like my one-off sessions were like energy work sessions, past life regression sessions. I would offer them as pop-ups, but I wasn't doing them as regularly as I was, um, before I conceived her. Cause when I, when I was pregnant with her, I was very, I only stuck with my, um, one-on-one coaching clients. I stuck with them, but I didn't offer like, I didn't want to entangle my energy with a bunch of different people, one-off sessions when I was pregnant. Then obviously after I had her, I didn't really get back into working. And so like, I didn't really get back into working with clients until she was about a year old. And you know, I'm taking on more clients now, but I'm finding myself more drawn to the realm of long-term clients, like with a three-month minimum sign-on container. So that's what I've been doing. That feels really good. If I feel like offering a past life regression or something like that, I'll like do a pop-up and I'll offer that. So that's felt really good. But what's really come into my my life, my path has, I have been working with a retreat company here in Indiana and I'm signed on as one of their specialists. So I have been offering workshops and sessions at the retreats they've been offering. So they do one day retreats. It's like from eight to eight. Well, it's probably longer than 8 p.m. because the last session starts at eight. But I have been working with them and we do, it's like women's retreat. There's about 15 women there and there's everything from like sound healing to breath work to floral workshops, um, different things like that. So I have been offering like energetic hygiene, um, womb healing and wisdom and activation. Just kind of what's really beautiful is that the a retreat owner, um, the one who started this all up, she kind of lets me pick and choose what I want to do. I just kind of run things. I'm like, here's what I'm thinking. This is what I can do. What do you think? And then she's like, oh yeah, I like that. Or, oh, let's do this. Okay. And it's, it has been wonderful and it feels really good. So I've been doing a lot of retreat work. And so I love that. I've met so many different women, different people, different opportunities have come my way. Um, been doing private like group work and for people like who, who are from that retreat that want to do some more in-depth work and have their own like little mini retreat at their house. And so that's been really fun. And one thing that I have done and I'm really, really excited about this, is I have put together a four-day, three-night retreat here in Indiana that I am doing solo. So I'm super excited about this. Um, I just opened up registration a couple days ago. Um, But yeah, I'm so excited about doing this. Like, I love group work. I love connecting with others. And I really feel like my purpose is to help others remember their innate abilities to to heal, to just have all the tools, all the things that they need to have in order to, 
you know, move through whatever's going on in their life. So like they understand how to work with their own energy, how they understand how to um, work with their chakras, how to do meditation, how to work with their inner child. Like I feel like my purpose is to lead others back to themselves so they don't have to continually outsource. And I feel like that's like my my biggest gift that I can offer to people is because I am a shower through experience and I'm going to arm you with different tools and invitations and I'm going to show you how to do things like I was telling people that I work with in group containers like I'm going to show you how to do this I'm not going to gatekeep it and be like oh if you want to know how to do this you got to sign up for this workshop it's like no like here's the thing when we offer people our gifts we're not we're not giving it away for free where we're just never going to have anyone to work with. We're giving it away for free because we're giving people a taste of what it is that we do. And when it lands, those people are going to want to work with you more and more because what you are offering is something special. It's something unique. It feels good to them. And they want to have more of it in their life. And so we can't give people a taste of what we do if we're secretive about it. And that's something that I've learned along the path. And so, you know, I teach people at workshops and retreats, when we do energetic hygiene, I teach them how to sense and feel their own energy. I teach them how to work with their own energy, to balance their energy. And if they want to go work with, you know, an energy healer on some sorts, they can, but they have tools where they can do it themselves and they can do clearings and groundings and work with their chakras on a daily basis or as needed. But even I, like with all the tools, that I know how to do on myself. I still work with certain people at certain times because it just feels nice to treat yourself to the experience of another being. And so, yeah, so this is brings me back to my retreat. That's like the whole premise of my retreat is to help dive people back deeper home to themselves, to teach them different things. And so the retreat is going to be held here in October. So it's October 12th through the 15th here in Indiana um, in around the Indianapolis area. So what will be a bit further north will be at Cicero. We're going to be on the lake. It's called Morris Lake. We have a beachfront property, not beachfront, sorry, lakefront. <laughs> and the whole entire retreat is filled with daily meditations, daily yin yoga, space for journaling, all the meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and all snacks are completely provided for healthy, yummy, plant-based meals, super nourishing, high vibe, having a private chef to do our dinners. There are going to be several different types of workshops. Some workshops you can expect will be energetic hygiene, a womb wisdom healing and activation, a shamanic chakra mapping, past life regression, and journey. And then there'll be, you know, share circles, there'll be fireside chats, one of our fireside chats is going to be um, a human design chat where I will actually, um, all the attendees who come, I'll be getting your birth information, I'll be mapping out your human design, and we're going to talk about human design, what it is, and we're going to talk about the big three in human design, um, which is what is your energy type, your profile, and what is your strategy? 
And we might touch on some other things too, because I think some other things are really important in human design. But this is also going to help people get to know themselves better. And I love doing human design when I work with um, clients one-on-one in my containers, because then that helps me be able to feel into how they assimilate energy better, how they respond to coaching. Do they like to ask a lot of questions? Do they need questions to respond to? Do they need more time to ride an emotional wave before they answer something? So that's really important. Um, We're going to have cacao ceremony, ecstatic dancing, uh, sound bath healing. So it's going to be a really deeply nourishing weekend. So I'm super excited to do this. Like retreats have just been in my heart forever. And the itinerary, the words, the flow, putting all the PDFs together just flowed through my fingertips so quickly. And this just goes to show you, like, so if you know anything about human design, I'm a generator. And when a generator is in their flow, doing what they love, they feel fucking lit up. It feels juicy. The energy flows so effortlessly and it's magnetizing. And that's how I felt like I was in my office on Saturday and I was just flowing. Like these PDFs just came through me and came to life. And so I created two PDFs, which is an informational one that tells you all about the costs of the retreat shows you where we're staying, talks about all the things. And then I created another retreat, which is a welcome packet that gives you the itinerary flow, the address where we're staying, directions, how to get there, things to bring, what to expect, all of those types of things. And it felt so good to do that. So if this sounds like something you want to be part of, I will put the link in the show notes or you can send me an email. I'll put that, my email also in the show notes. But this space is open for those who feel aligned, who want this really nourishing weekend to come back home to themselves, to rebalance, recenter their energy, and to just come back to that north star, the true north, which lives within you, that is redirecting you on your path, helping you to go deeper with yourself, with your connection to God, goddess, and to your purpose. And so this is what this is for. And because we are on a beautiful lake, we have access to water. So we are going to be cold plunging if that is something you're into. I'm not going to make everybody do it because not everybody wants to, but that's something I'm really excited about because I'm, I'm, I'm a fitness and wellness um, coach and fitness instructor and guide. And so that I was like, oh my gosh, we can do cold plunges. So that's another thing we're going to do. So it's going to be here in October in Indiana. Like I said, October 12th through the 15th. Registration is now open. I'll put everything into the show notes. You can email me if you're interested. If there's something that feels like it's calling to you and your soul, I would love to have you. There is um, limited space. So once I fill the spots that I want, I will be creating a waiting list in case somebody has to back out. And then I can check in with you and see if that space is something that you're still interested in. But yeah, so that's also what I've been working on. And I'm really, really excited about that. I don't know if you can tell through my energy how excited I am, but just to (laughs) just to connect with others and community like I said again community is huge for me I really want to build a healthy thriving deep community um, with others that 
that is such a that is such a pull of my soul to do that so if this like I said if it sounds like something you're interested in please hit me up please send me an email um I would love to chat with you I would love to have you there but yeah so that's also what's been going on um what else has been going on? Um, like I said, I'm very much more into a lot of the one-on-one, like long-term client work. Um, so that's what I've been doing. So I do like soul coaching, which is 100% intuitively curated to you, to what it is that you need, what it is that you're looking for. And then I've also been doing um, shamanic mentorships. I run a three-month beginner's shamanic mentorship, which basically teaches you all about what is shamanism, what are some of the tools, ceremonies, and practices that these shamanic cultures do, the ones that I was taught. We talk about, we talk about power animals, how to get your power animal, um, all of those things. So if you're interested in learning more about shamanism and want to do a beginner's shamanic mentorship, you can also send me an email about that. So those are the things that I've been doing like on the work front. But yeah, as far as everything else, everything else has been good. Um, I've just been reading and experimenting a lot with herbs and herbal teas and learning more about that, taking some herbal flower essences, working with those. Um, I've been really into, well, I'm starting to get into um, for myself because I teach fitness I do, and I do a lot of walking as well in my downtime, but I also wanted to add something else. And so I'm getting into Pilates And for me, it's like if I can do a 15 to 20 minute Pilates and or yoga thing, like I'm in. Like anything more than that at home solo, I'm going to like lose interest really quick or I'm not going to be able to do it because I've got this little cutie 16 month old that wants to be with mommy all the time. And so quick ones are for me. So I'm getting into Pilates, still into doing my juicing and just doing everything that I can to feel really good and then also looking into different herbs and high quality minerals to take just to make me feel good because as you know if you've listened to my previous podcast I had a really difficult postpartum postpartum anxiety postpartum depression and I had to do not had to I got to do a lot of deep dives around um, remineralizing my body Um, and just resetting my body through food, but also doing a lot of nervous system regulation exercises and working through all of that. So I was reading an article the other day and it was talking about postpartum that postpartum isn't typically like done, like talking about like your body, hormones, minerals, everything rebalancing. It could take anywhere up to two to seven years, two to seven years. And I think the seven years is for those it goes beyond, like it goes to seven years. Like if you are a breastfeeding mama, you know, something like that, because when you're breastfeeding, you are, have to be very on top of nourishing your body, remineralizing your body, taking care of your body. And if you already have a stressed out, dysregulated nervous system on top of that, when you're in postpartum and and maybe if you're breastfeeding, you're recovering from a C-section, a vaginal birth, whatever it may be, you have to 
give yourself so much grace and but when you have a dysregulated nervous system you're burning up minerals at a very high rate so for me for the past well when I started to get on top of it I think I was about six months postpartum when I was like something's not right so about six to seven months postpartum is when I really started to do a lot of different things to check up on my minerals, get my labs drawn, check my hormones. I worked with a good friend, which is a good friend now, who is um, who reads irises and gave me an irology reading and just helped curate specific um, herbs for me, talked about different types of foods that would be really good to support my, my glands, my adrenals, my thyroid, all those things. And so when you're doing things to amplify, optimize your body on a mind, body, soul level, you have to put in the work. And so for me, I was like, I will do whatever it is I need to do because feeling like this is not conducive to how I want to live my life. I'm not being my best self. Like physically, I was like drained, undermineralized, mentally, I was going through it because I just was so drained. I didn't feel like myself. I had a lot of brain fog. And then emotionally was very hard and taxing. Having these um, just episodes of just anxiety, anxiousness, um, depressive thoughts, and just like, you know, spending the majority of my days just like crying. And it was just very hard because this was like a shell of Nicole who I knew. And so when I look back on that time, I have so much compassion for myself during that because it was a very hard, difficult time. And a lot of people didn't know because I didn't want them to know. I kept a lot of it to myself. I talked to my husband and I talked to the people that I was working with, like my naturopath, my friend, Becca, who helped me with an herbal protocol, read my irises, and then the therapist that I was working with at the time, which she was an an integrative, um, natural, holistic therapist, just working through some fears and some thoughts, and so that really helped me, but I was also putting in the work myself on the back end, like doing the things. So like we can talk about things with people till we're blue in the face and be like, yeah, that sounds great, and oh my gosh, and you feel so lit up and pumped up, But it's like what you do behind closed doors when no one's watching is what matters. And so I learned a lot through this process. And I only think that looking back now, I can see the glimpses of like how this has helped me become a a better coach, a better guide, a better intuitive energy healer, a more trauma-informed, compassionate space holder, Um, all of those things. And so I know as I go further along my path, more and more will be revealed. Um, As you know, as the whole thing is, it's like when you're in it, you can't see why the fuck you're in it. But as you move forward and you look back, you can see the breadcrumbs of like, okay, this is what this brought me to. This is what this showed me. This was the the lesson here. This is what I moved through. Like I can take this experience and turn it into wisdom. And I'm a full believer in that. And so when I was going through the postpartum anxiety, I was super compassionate, had tons and tons of empathy, like deep empathy when someone would come to me and talk about how they were dealing with anxiety because I could feel it. So being a highly sensitive empath, like (laughs) 
when someone comes to me, I can feel their emotional state as if it's mine. If I allow myself to, I have a lot of energetic boundaries because I don't want to feel everyone's shit all the time. That's super overwhelming. So I've learned a lot of practices to help me be you know, an observant of the world, but not be in it all the time. Because if you're in it all the time, you're going to be inundated with tons of information. And in human design, that space of processing like that is the, the emotional center. And the emotional center, like the solar plexus area, is in taking information, especially emotions and things like that. And I always describe that as, imagine that you have a, a window in your house. You open up your window, there's no screen there. That means that anything and everything can get in. The birds, the bugs, the pollen, the dirt, whatever, it can all get in here. And so when you have an open emotional center, you're intaking information from the world around you constantly. And I have an open emotional center. So I'm constantly taking in other people's emotions and I'm processing it, filtering it through my own body. And if I don't have energetic practices in place, that's really fucking exhausting. So I have had to do a lot of different practices to, to help me with that processing. But like I'm saying is when I would work with clients who had anxiety, I had such extreme compassion, but going through it myself and experience it on a visceral level full of sensations and spiraling thoughts and, and thinking the worst case scenario, which is called like tragedy play. It gave me a completely different experience and context of what anxiety flowing through the body feels like. So now when I show up to the space and I talk with others, it's like, yeah, like I know you, I feel you like, yes, I completely understand. And my capacity to hold the space is so different because I've had the experience and I think that's probably part of the reason I went through it as well as a mix of other things. But yeah, so <laughs> getting a little deep here, but that's like why I'm talking about like my whole flow and play into looking at food more deeply, deeper than I ever have as medicine and, you know, looking at herbs more, learning more about herbs, doing a lot of different loose herbal teas and taking different types of herb capsules and now working with plant and flower tinctures and essences and just, you know, trying different things to see how they feel in my body, what feels good. And I think that's what's important is you get to try things on for size. And then you decide if this is helpful, if you feel different, if you notice a difference, if you feel a benefit, you get to decide all of that. And just because you say that, I just, yeah, this isn't working for me, doesn't mean that you did anything wrong at all. So yeah, that's kind of what's been going on. Oh, bless you. In my life, I just wanted to kind of give you guys a quick recap, but I really wanted to talk too, to put it out here to my podcast community about my October Soulfully Awakened Retreat happening here in Indiana. So if you want more information on that, please send me an email and let me know. There's some really fun free bonuses that I'm also giving away to all my retreat attendees that come 
So yeah, I'm really excited about that. So hopefully this wasn't too <laughs> mumble, jumble, like all over the place, but I wanted to do a quick little podcast to kind of catch you guys up. I hadn't podcasted in a bit, but that is all that I have for today. Just a quick little recap of what's been going on in my life. And yeah, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Have a beautiful day wherever you are and until next time.